Happy Thanksgiving from Cherry Avenue True Crime Podcast. I hope this does reach you by Thanksgiving. I am told there is a week or so in November and one week or so in December as well that could result in the podcast release being delayed. So if that is the case, I'm sorry about that, but I do hope you enjoy today's true crime story. Because it is Thanksgiving, today is not our usual type of story. We will be back soon with our regular fare, a good modern true crime story, followed by some newspaper clippings of historical crimes similar to the modern crime story we cover. Also, please excuse my voice if it sounds a little off. I am still recovering from some fun bronchitis and sinusitis, and I'm unable to take much time off of work to recuperate, so I apologize. Today, we are covering the story of the first Englishman to commit murder in what would eventually come to be the United States of America. The Mayflower left England in 1620, carrying men, women, and children who sought peace and freedom from religious persecution. John Billington and his family were on board, but they were not seeking the same thing. John was in debt and nearly in poverty in England. He made a deal to get on the Mayflower. He agreed that he and his family, his wife Eleanor, and two sons, John and Francis, would work for the colony until 1627, basically being indentured into servitude for that time period. The ship that they were on, the Mayflower, was 100 foot and had 102 passengers and a crew of 30 to 40, so they were in very cramped conditions. Billington did not make a lot of friends on the voyage, as he was called a foul mouth miscreant. When the Mayflower arrived in New England and was anchored, Francis Billington, John's son, fired his musket while still on the ship near an open barrel of gunpowder and nearly blew the ship up. The family was soon known as troublemakers. Even so, John Billington was one of the signers of the Mayflower Compact. It was the first governing document of Plymouth Colony. The pilgrims went on to build their camp and face the very harsh winter. Almost half of them died. The following year, those who survived held their first Thanksgiving after a successful harvest. The Billington family did go on to cause more trouble. The boys went off and got lost in the woods for days and were either returned by Native Americans or had a group of people that went on searches for them. John Billington was charged with contempt of the captain's lawful command and was sentenced to have his neck and heels tied together. But he begged forgiveness, and because they considered it his first offense, he was forgiven. When the colonists received full ownership of the plantation in 1626, they divided the land among them. Billington received less. He received a modest house and 63 acres of land. The fact that he did not have loyalty to the English church and having repeated issues with authorities made him a permanent outsider. In 1630, John Billington shot his neighbor, John Newcomen. 
Most accounts say he had troubles with the man for a very long time, and it finally came to a head in a bad quarrel one day, and he shot him with a blunderbuss in the back or the shoulder, depending on which account you read. After talking it over with fellow governors, Governor William Bradford concluded that capital punishment was the necessary penalty. Billington was convicted of murder and hanged at Plymouth, Massachusetts. This was the first execution in Plymouth Colony. Governor Bradford wrote this about the case. This year, John Billington the Elder, one of those who came over first, was arraigned and both by grand and petty jury found guilty of willful murder by plain and notorious evidence and was accordingly executed. This, the first execution among them, was a great sadness to them. They took all possible pains in the trial and consulted Mr. Winthrop and the other leading men at the Bay of Massachusetts recently arrived, who concurred with them that he ought to die and the land be purged of blood. He and some of his relatives had often been punished for misconduct before, being one of the profanest families among them. They came from London, and I know not by what influence they were shuffled into the first body of settlers. The charge against him was that he waylaid a young man, one John Newcomen, about a formal quarrel, and shot him with a gun, whereof he died. And that is how John Billington became the first American murderer and the first to be executed. Later, there are accounts that Billington's wife, Eleanor, was sentenced to sit in the stocks. This was around 1636. She was sentenced to sit in the stocks and to be whipped for slander against John Doan. There is no information about what type of slander or what led up to that. And then after that, the reports are about the fate of the children of John and Eleanor Billington. John Jr. was born about 1604 and died somewhere between 1627 and 1630. Francis was born around 1606. He married Christian Penn Eaton in Plymouth in 1634. They had nine children together. The inland pond, known as Billington Sea, was named after Francis Billington. He died in 1684. President James Garfield is said to be a descendant of the Billingtons. And that's all for this Thanksgiving special. I have some good new episodes coming out soon, so please press subscribe if you haven't already, because I don't want you to miss any of them. It is free to press subscribe. This Thanksgiving, I am thankful for my amazing sons. My eldest is successfully making his own way in the world now and doing something he really loves, and he's making a real difference. My youngest son keeps fighting and working hard to make a good life for himself, despite the medical issues that have plagued him since birth. He has been through so much, and he keeps striving to be able to do what he wants to do for a living someday as well. I could not be prouder of both of them. They keep me going. And I am so thankful for you listeners. 
I am humbled by how many people are listening now. I'm truly grateful for you spending your time with me. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay safe out there.